Welcome to today's episode of Inside OnlyFans. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla, and I'm here with my show pony, show dog, should I say, my favorite shih tzu in the world, <laughs> CJ Sparks. I look like a shih tzu today, so. A glamorous shih tzu. I am a glamorous shih tzu. Shih tzus get held, they get preferred treatment. They're like cute little puppy dogs. Mm-hmm. Google, Google a shih tzu only if you're not driving. It is so cute. It is lovable. And they are very expensive. So I will take that. I do want to say for the record, I didn't make the Shih Tzu reference. (laughs) I know that I have a reputation for being the mean one. But CJ asked if she looks like a Shih Tzu. And I don't lie. And And I do, in fact, look like a Shih Tzu. (laughs) She do. Okay, so the purpose for my uh, lovely little hairstyle here is that this is my EDC hairstyle. Yeah, you were at EDC last night. (laughs) From from last night. Oh, my God. I swear to God, you guys, if this podcast would have been three hours earlier, I would have done it in my EDC makeup with like the I had like the moon and the stars like across my forehead and underneath my eyes. I would have came in here and done that. Like I would have slept in it and just came in here and done that. Like this is what I have. I might have even you didn't. Listen, I there was a couple <laughs> hours where I was like, should I just and then I was like, no, 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 wash it up. Um I had a couple hours where I could rest um and I kind of just laid in the bed in Vegas before I got up and went to the airport and um so I decided not to be as crusty as I have been in times past. Because there when I was drinking, there was times where I would go to like clubs or go partying or something. And I there was one time where I think I had on the same eye makeup for three days. I've done that with mascara. <laughs> oh wait, what? With mascara. Yeah, because I only really wear mascara or like my eyebrows. Yeah. And there's times where I'll <laughs> this is so what? But it's relatable. I'll shower and I'm not partying. I'm just like I shower, but I won't wash my hair every day. No, of course. Who washes their hair every day? Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes my face is just getting a little wipe. A little wipe? A little wipe. And and I'm leaving the mascara on so I look like somewhat awake. Okay. And the mascara it looks the same. Is it waterproof mascara though? Or like how is it not coming off? But I'm not like crying. What do you mean? No, because the waterproof mascara doesn't come off. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's kind of annoying. It's on actually. There for, yeah, it's on there for days. You have to like <laughs> use your nails and scrape yeah, it off. It's so bad. But yeah, I had on like at least I had on a pretty solid. I had my makeup professionally done at like 9 a.m. that morning, and then I just wrote it out <laughs> until about 6 a.m. the next wow. morning. Okay, so I I am at an age right now, and I am curious because I only ever went to EDC the last three years, including this year, and I only ever went sober because I was always afraid that if I went to like EDC, Coachella, or anywhere else that I would OD. I always knew. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, CJ, you will, you'll do all the drugs. You'll drink so much alcohol. You're just going to fall uh-huh. down. You're not going to wake up. So I didn't start going until I was sober. So my first EDC was three years ago. So now it's like our thing, me and Michael Sartain, we go because he's sober as well. And um, so I went and we all danced around and I was just like, this is so insane. So we danced and on the on the way out, you could just see there were people like laid out on the grass, on the ground. People were sat down in the middle yeah. of walkways, just like people hugging, hugging each other, <laughs> hugging and like rocking. And then they had like those silver paper blankets uh-huh. on, but they're like heater blankets. It was a good time, though. It was a good time. And what did you do this weekend, Kayla? Kayla the Queen. 
What did I do? I watched the the Haney Loma fight. Okay. I will say that I think Loma was robbed and it was a robbery, huh? Yep. And he definitely deserved the win. Why? What but they happened? gave it to Haney. Why? Uh, I went to decision, so there was no knockout, but and they're both great fighters. Is it like based on punches? It's based on it's based on uh, jabs, a few things, kicks, no kicks, headboxing, or those shots to the nuts. (laughs) Okay, well, looks like CJ's the boxing expert here. (laughs) Um, But no, I just think Loma. I'm a big Loma Lomachenko fan. So, anyways, I did that. No, he is Ukrainian. Actually, he took time off from his boxing career when the Ukraine Russia war broke out, Mm -hmm. and he went. To his country and oh, fought. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, what very cool. Man. And then he came back. He's single. I was actually wondering that. I was like, <laughs> is, is Loma married? I didn't look it up though. I'll find out for you. Okay. But he might be a little too small for you. Really? Yeah. I Nobody's think too he's... small for me if they're rich. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I just that's wanted fair. to like be like financially stable on the rich side. Okay. And like, I don't care if he's short or Let tall. Let me find out. You've I, seen who I've dated. Actually, there's. I have a friend who was asking about you. Oh, she got a friend, y'all. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. That's it. Today's his, podcast is canceled. I am leaving. Goodbye. His last picture was a picture of him in St. Bart's. So there's promise. Let me. Does I'll he tell you know after. that I only accept EDC invitations to the Sky Deck? He does know some things about you. Oh, he dear. was asking. <laughs> So let, we'll circle back. Oh, ooh, okay, all right. I am so now she's happy. I'm so enthralled. I wonder if our get, he's happy. I'm saying now you're happy. Oh, now okay. she's happy. I was like, he's happy. I'm about to wreck that. <sighs> he will be happy. Okay, Go, um, God bless this gentleman. That's it. I had cleaning people come today. Okay, which has been a, I've never, <laughs> I've never done. You know, ooh, anyone ever hire a cleaning service? <laughs> Put a one in the chat if you've ever used a cleaning you service. You know, I'm so lame that now, Wait. like, I'm excited. It was my first time having someone professionally clean because I always clean my place. Okay, I was going to say, actually, you actually just answered my question. I, I have a very serious question. Do you clean before the cleaning lady comes? Yes. Okay, I clean Absolutely. before the cleaning lady comes. Absolutely. You have to. You, you have to. You want them to think you're some sort of heathen? Animal. Bare minimum. It's so funny. Right before they came, I was I was like rushing around cleaning yeah. up, and I was thinking ah. my next caption when I eventually post to Instagram next month will be, "Is it just me, or does everyone clean before the cleaning person?" Comes? No, you ha- you you have to. I, I think wonder... it's a woman thing. Yeah, men think... will just leave shit around. God bless. God bless them. I'm very excited about our guest. She is an OG porn star and an amazing streamer. Let's bring out Adriana Chechik. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me after a few cancels. It's a big honor. (laughs) Well, we weren't going to mention it, but (laughs) it's worth the wait, or it better be. (laughs) Oh my gosh, thank you. Well, you know, you're going through some health issues and everything, so we're happy that you made it. Thank you. happy that you're here and happy that you're healing up. Thank doing you. Your best too, yeah, I'm getting there slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, let's just say you're a woman of many talents. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and they're very vast. Your talent range is very vast. And how are you discovering that you're playing all these video games and you're like really fucking good at it? Like, how does that come along? 
Um, you know, I think I'm just quick. Uh, my critical thinking skills are really good. And video games are all about critical thinking. And then also I was in school for biochem, bioengineering. So I really love AI and anything to do with computers. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy for me to recognize um, AI patterns. So okay. I think that's what makes me so good at them. Oh, when did, did you yeah. start? Um, so I started two, three years ago. That's when you started video games. Yeah. And I actually, so I was using an Apple. And then within my first six months of playing video games, I've built like, uh, I built two PCs then. And now I've probably built about five like crazy PCs. Wow. Yeah. And so how did you discover that streaming could be like an income source? Um, you know, it's kind of a fluke. Because it, it was like the second week into the pandemic and I was somebody that was crazy with the news. And uh, at the time I had a boy living with me and he was blowing up stuff in Call of Duty. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, the world's ending. Like mm -hmm. I was like panicking, you know, I was yeah, like, freaking out. We all were at that time. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I would like to blow something up. So then I did. And he was like. <laughs> <laughs> the way she just looked at us, too. So I would like to blow yeah, something up. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. So then he was like, why don't you just like put a camera behind you and see if people watch? And then they just did. And uh, Who it kind of took off there. They yeah, would watch. <laughs> yeah. But you know what the craziest thing is? Um, I think streaming was something I was missing in my life because mm -hmm. I do love adults. But uh it lacks a lot of intellectual conversation. Mm -hmm. So I found that with streaming and the streaming community, you can have like, you can actually have conversations that have a lot more depth. Mm -hmm. um, so, There's an exchange. Yeah, yeah. you um, learn things. Like my brain was hungry to learn. Like I've, uh -huh. I stopped learning in porn and then like, what do, you, what do you talk to girls about? They're like, oh, let me ask you, how do you clean your ass? And I'm like, Oh, I've done this for 10 years now. Uh -huh. You know, you're like, like you're the hundredth woman. How do you not know how to clean your ass, ma'am? I like, charge what? to teach girls Good that actually you. because it, I'll, I'll give them like a two hour class. You mean like pre anal? Yeah, I'll teach them how to do it. I give them notes. I'll even like take them to the store and buy them the right products and tell them how to do it because there's a lot of ways to do it unhealthily. Uh -huh. And like most girls will just like starve themselves. Yeah, mm. we've heard so that. So I try and teach them how to healthily, healthily do it. Mm -hmm. And then also, I'm like, guys, you don't want to starve yourself because you're going to be irregular if you start, yeah. you know? You should eat, like, good food and stuff like that. So do I, I have been an anal tutor for quite some time. An anal tutor. An anal tutor. Yeah. That's oh how I should have introduced you. Anal tutor. That's Kayla, anal tutor. That's what Kayla needs. Kayla doesn't like anal. I don't. It's not because I'm worried about <laughs> clean Kayla, my ass. are you just worried because you eat a meat-heavy diet? I do eat a meat-heavy diet, but I and I fast, like, daily. Okay, but so you're ready for the anal. Exactly. You're primed. I've always been, you know, physically ready. I'm just not mentally into it. Okay. I am. Um, I just don't like anal. You oh, have good. to try if you if you really want to try it, but you don't like it. I always suggest to girls to trick your brain. So like maybe you put the tiniest part part of your pinky inside your ass. Don't even move it and give yourself a regular orgasm. Just you, no guys around. Oh. And then maybe you put in more of your finger the next time, give yourself an orgasm, right? Until slowly you can put two fingers and then maybe you'll start to like it to where you can move your fingers in and out and then start with like butt plugs and stuff. Uh -huh. But it's kind of teaching yourself that it's comfortable and pleasurable while you're having an orgasm. So you kind of trick into it. Mm. I envision a butt plug with the ponytail hanging from it for Kayla. A oh. unicorn one. Yes. <laughs> Pink, purple, well, blue. color me offended. What, <laughs> what am I, some yeah. kind of horse girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 
it's just like a little excitement, you oh know? Like, yeah, it's just like, like a tassel. Oh. Um, like a tail, like a ponytail. Yeah. You were envisioning me with a tail, a tail in my ass. Too? Well, as soon as she said it, I could picture it. Yeah. A unicorn one. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Well. You know, if you guys say so, maybe, maybe experts, maybe like a really um, I feel like this butt plug needs to look smart. Like it needs to come across mm. like a smart person would like this butt plug, you know, maybe not as many colors. Maybe that's more me. You know, I want to I like neutrals. OK, so if I could get like a nude matte finish, butt okay, plug. A, matte finish <laughs> a very monochrome, maybe like you have the wolf tattoos, so yeah. like a wolf's tail, yeah. maybe you know? a little tattooing. <laughs> right. On- Yes, a wolf tail. Yeah, be nice. There Adriana, you go. Oh a my god. Wolf tail butt plug. I, yeah. I have to say that's fucking spot on. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we've heard that this was interesting to me because I don't know about butt plugs, but who I forget who we were talking to, but they said traditional butt plugs are not pleasant because they go in and like the flaring and then it gets stuck and you have to pull it out. Yeah. They like just the tapered just right. a taper. I feel like it one. might have been Casey. Either way, what kind of are you using the butt plugs? I mean, like you're talking to somebody that could like put a whole arm up my ass, but nice. Can't so wait. it's kind of like hard what? for me to like. Have you really ever given a judge? How far has an arm gone in your butt? Um. Okay. So I worked with a TS. She was amazing, but she six foot two. Um. Her arm went this far into my ass, and I remember past well, like, the elbow. She went like this much, and I was like. Uh, and I was like about to say no and then she kind of like did something to my pussy and then she was like I'm just gonna go deeper and I was like oh. okay <laughs> oh. and I lasted for maybe like two minutes and then I was like okay take it out take it out take it out where yes. does it go yeah I need an x ex- we need an x-ray while this is yeah. happening yeah I mean I put items into me up to three feet there's like three a, feet mm-hmm, deep deep insertion things I used to work on when I was like first inborn what did okay Mm-hmm. We gotta ask what what is three feet that's going up there? Um, like sex toys, like really long sex toys. Okay, so something that was made specifically. like a flexible one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's is like it a super bad dragon bendy. situation? Um, at the time, the bad dragon wasn't popping off like that, so okay. I think they were all custom made. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Did you <laughs> when you're putting this in? Are you like hitting roadblocks and then having to like navigate your yes. internal organs? You do have to adjust. So like maybe you put in it into like a certain length, mm-hmm. and then you either have to shift like shift your body weight, or maybe flip to a different side, right? And then until you get to another spot, right? So you do have to adjust. But did you never have any fear? No, because no one ever told me that anal would hurt, and no one ever like. I never had any pre-notions when it came to sexual experiences. I was always just, like, game to try everything. And then being in porn, you're trying it with professionals. So I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. And the guy who taught me how to do it was, um, his name's Jason. He was a director. So he was like, I'm going to teach you how to do this because I want you to do the series with me. Mm. Right? So I did a lot of practicing and learning and stuff. I feel like it's a lot of breathing. Like, you must be, like, a deep breath in and then, like, a breath out or, like, relaxing and it's funny you say that because i like to say the reason why i was so cool about my back problem is because all the dicks i've taken in porn led me to be able to breathe through that pain that's literally (laughs) what i said i was like i've gotten so much huge dicks in my ass that i've been able to breathe through this pain right now you know oh my god you're such a good sport i mean 
Well, now Kayla's back. See, I feel like Kayla was a little interested in the anal, and now she's back, too, that it's almost backbreaking. It's just not for me, you know? It's <laughs> it's just not, you know? You know yeah. what you like. That's I totally just, cool. like, I'm cool with, like, sex. Okay. How it is. On the reg. Sex on the reg. I'm just okay. old-fashioned. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. And then, okay, so you did this extreme series. Mm-hmm. And he taught you, I'm, it sounds like there was like some breath work and relaxation mm-hmm. and everything. Probably a lot of like, I was just going to say mind control, but that's not how you say it. It's like where you're in your head, you're just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And it sounds like you're going to be like, okay, this is going to feel really good. And if I don't like it, then I'm going to stop. So totally. Yeah, totally. And then so you do that and you're you're interested. It sounds like you had an open mind from kind of a very young age. Yeah. And well, I didn't I actually didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. Really? Yeah. I stayed um, celibate until I was 18. My first makeout, I was like 17. Wow. Um, so it wasn't until after I stripped for a couple of years that mm-hmm. I got to, be, like, I became, like, a sexual person. Mm-hmm. When I got to a porn set, it was the first time I, like, ever ate a girl out. My first scene was a boy-girl-girl. So and I was, like, was really nervous. Uh-huh. And I was really nervous. Like, I wasn't nervous to get fucked on camera. I was most nervous about making sure the girl would feel okay. Yeah. But, like, I was 21. She was 19. So, like, there's no way yeah. it would have felt good, you know? We're all new here at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really funny. I just felt like, you know, um, trying everything out in this type of profession is the best way to do it. I feel like it would be because yeah. um, as we've done more of the podcast, we found out that there's a lot of checklists mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stopping and kind of checking in and making sure, OK, everybody's OK. And there was none of that for me in the first six years of porn. In the wow. first six years? Yes. Jeez. That's only a recent thing. That's only a recent thing. So it wasn't ah. like that for a long time. And like um, one of the things I actually sometimes would get mad about Probably about four years into my career, I stopped working with any guys who were relatively new Mm. because everyone was like, oh, you're Adriana. I can fuck you as hard as I want without knowing how to slap a girl, without knowing how to pull a girl's hair. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually went through a lot of periods where guys were actually injuring me and I'd have to stop and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Or... I'm also kind of just somebody that can power through things. Mm-hmm. So I just be like, oh, God, I'll just like fucking take this or slap them back and then mm-hmm. get through it. But, um, yeah, when I started, it was not like that. And even now there are checklists. Mm-hmm. But before I stopped doing like official porn, everyone's like, oh, you're Adriana. Right. So like uh... no one really does a checklist for me. There's really no's, you know, it's it's, it's never been a thing for me. That's I'm assuming because you've done some extreme scenes. Yeah. So you're just like now you're devoid of having any boundaries? Kind of. Yeah. Like I think if I were to go back into professional porn after my back, um, it'd be extremely hard because first of all, my fans would be like, oh, she was better. She was better before. And Mm -hmm. that'd break my heart. Second of all, it'd be really hard to get talent to understand my body like movements and Mm -hmm. the things I can do now Mm -hmm. um, or can't do now. So it'd just be like a huge challenge. Jeez, wow. that's so. Are you enjoying when you're doing these scenes where it's like a little more physical? I've I've been slapped during sex and it's been completely consensual and it's mm-hmm. very hot. Mm-hmm. But when you consent, mm-hmm. when you're like in the mode where you're like, yes, this, you know, this is incredible. Give me more. But that's really that's crazy to think that somebody might be on a closed porn set and then they're just like, well, this is Adriana, so I can just go to town, mm-hmm. and then. You wouldn't you wouldn't be like, okay, well, I'm 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 not happy with this. I'm you know, and but then it would like still just keep happening. Yeah. And to be honest, like 
I just wanted to build my brand and I was dead set on being this hardcore performer. So I would just power through it. I'd just be like, well, this is who I want to be. If you want to get to the goal that you want to see yourself at, then just fucking deal with it. Hardcore, like you're working a lot or hardcore, like you're doing hardcore scenes? Um, Like hardcore scenes, like uh, mm-hmm. within the first six months I was in porn, I did a gangbang. I was the first girl in the U.S. to do triple anal and triple penetration, which was kind of cool. Uh, triple cool. penetration. Yeah. Okay, we got to know who are these gentlemen's names. Um, Eric Everhard, Mick Blue, and James Dean at the time. James Dean. John Strong was in there. Oh. Um, Rob Piper, Eric Everhard. We need to have a li- these li- I these names are amazing. Yeah. Eric Everhard is so good too, but he retired. What oh. what makes a what makes a a male partner good? It's really. The simple fact that they're experiencing everything they're doing to you with you Mm. versus just fucking you. Like, you can tell the professional male performers, if they're going to slap you in in your face, they can look at your eyes and know before they even touch your face, oh, she's flinching or she's not going to like this. Or if, if I do get slapped hard... The male talent will come to that same level of aggression to where I can be aggressive with him back. Mm-hmm. So um, I think there's just like a natural uh, communication that happens with with like the really professional porn stars. Like there's still a connection. Yeah. At the end of the day, y'all are still fucking. Like yeah. there should still be, even if you're being paid to be there and he's being paid to be there or she's or whoever. There should still be a like a bit of a connection, a human 100%, connection. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's not like that so much with newer guys, though. God. And you know what I hate is like when I got into porn, I used to have these guys like after about f- like four or five years when I became known to the outside world, I used to have guys that would come in and they'd be like, oh, my God, I got into porn so I, so I could fuck you. And I finally get to fuck you like I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And then I would just be like, oh, fuck. This yeah. is going to be like a long fucking day, you know. Uh. And then I also get pissed. And like if you're kind of start to fail. It's like I like to kink shame you, so I'm like, "What the fuck? Are you having a problem being a porn star? You can't last. Like, <laughs> are you gonna try? Are you gonna nut early? What are you gonna do about your paycheck, fucking pussy? You know." So I would like purposely make these guys come early, and the directors would get mad at me, and I'm like, "Well, you did it. I don't know what to tell you. Right. You hired you, this guy. Yeah, you put me with a day one, and yes. you're a season. You're a season performer. That's yes. fucked up. Yes. Do you do a lot of? of that on your OnlyFans where you not not kink shame but I that's a kink to be shamed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think um my whole career, like my entire career if you watch 90% of my scenes, uh I'm in control of all of them and mm-hmm. I think that's like the cool part. Like even my gangbangs, I'll tell guys like if they're standing around, I'll be like what are you doing? Like fuck my elbow, like fuck my foot. Like <laughs> I don't want anybody standing behind jerking off. I want everybody doing something. <laughs> And I will literally demand them and I'll like be like, open up to the fucking camera and break character and just be very aggressive. So <laughs> fuck my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> Your elbow's like yeah, sweaty. Like, yeah, get it in the from right here. Holding <laughs> a position. She's like, in the weirdest okay. like stance ever. Just like yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had a dick in my mouth and then I've had someone so they were like fucking me like this. What? <laughs> Your your cheeks are just being. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one in your ear. You're like, yeah. 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 <laughs> they better fucking work, man. You know. What's it like for you having sex outside of porn? I mean, I, I used to be really crazy outside of porn. I used to have like, I dated a guy who was like a voyeur and 
a Ooh. shitty boyfriend, to oh. be honest. Oh, no. He liked live porn, and I was kind of um, gaslit by him a lot. So I did a lot of, like, gangbangs outside of it. Not that I hated him or anything, and I, I did enjoy him, but I just felt like maybe I did too much. I needed more time for myself. Um, so I used to have really crazy sex. I used to fuck a lot of strangers. Now, outside of porn, um, I'm just more of a passionate person. Like, I like cuddling, kissing, connection, like... Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll fuck hard and stuff like that. But to be honest, I'm just like, just love me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then um, I am an anal queen, but actually outside of porn in my recent years, I prefer vaginal because I'm so tired of guys just expecting yeah. that they can have my ass. Yeah. Um, but I recently had sex for the first time in seven months, only like three weeks ago. Oh, wow. oh my God. Yeah, because of my back. I couldn't yeah. have sex for so long. So, but it's been very good. It's been really good sex. Okay, that was my next question. I had an orgasm like... for three minutes, like three days ago. It was Whoa. like a, a full three minutes, and that's never happened to me. Like, full three minutes. Because your body is like yeah. needs to come. It was wild. My <gasps> face was like bright red. It was like I was so flushed. And then I you... cried. I was just <laughs> going to say, did you cry? I, I did. Was... I did cry. I was like, oh, he's like, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, no, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, like a. Okay, I've had like that a release. once where I've cried and I'm like, this is so, and it very much catches you off guard. But it yeah. was like, in the, in that moment in my life, I was just like holding on to a lot of emotions that I wasn't yeah. letting out. And it like came out in my cum. I love was, that. <laughs> I love that. It was oh like, God. luckily I was like with a boyfriend at the time. So it was like a very like safe, loving person situation. But I was just like, oh my God, it's so yeah. embarrassing. But it felt so good. But I didn't have no three minute orgasm. I need to know, Adriana. What were y'all doing? I need to take notes. Somebody give me a pen and paper. I don't know. I just think his dick is perfect for my vagina. It just like hits the right spot the entire time. That's a real thing. You know, like it literally just hits the end of my vagina perfectly and also still hits like uh, my clit. So it's just like, it's a perfect dick. God, that's the Where'd best. you find it? <sighs> Is he an Uber driver? Oh, no. I feel like I've been talking to my friends lately. He might and... be an employee or something, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I swear to God, like, I don't know what it is, but it's like such a thing now where they're like, the Uber drivers have the best dick. What? Yeah. I'm like, why? Just a touch of danger like makes a, it. It's like an underrated situation. No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think they're lying. Like, back in the day, I used to, back in the day, I've like fucked a couple Uber drivers, right? Okay. Like, real Uber drivers that you got in the uber and there was just you were like oh you're hot yeah okay. yeah and Damn. they were not like it wasn't like at the time it wasn't when uber drivers like you meet one and he's like i've got a fleet of 15 cars right right and like no <laughs> no offense to persian men but like they're hairy motherfuckers so like <laughs> oh, all, these, all these girls that are saying they're fuck these guys like yeah. they're fucking really hairy over cologne all the nasty cologne. men they you are. know like <laughs> like i would probably be like goes to suck a dick and be like Ugh. Yes. It smells so bad in here, you know? <laughs> the cologne Men is such a be, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. I don't understand why it's a thing for I'm them. I'm nauseous. I love, I love cologne on men. I'm a big, like, cologne perfume gal. But, yeah, I, I feel like— Why are Uber's overdone? Like, yeah, I think maybe What are you hiding? In yeah. the, it's wafting around in the I feel like the they Uber. just spray that shit all everywhere. I think <laughs> they do. And, like, the black cars where they— I don't know. Yeah. They think that it makes it an elevated maybe experience. Like, yeah. yeah, the ambiance. Ruining it for— <laughs> 
me. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put some of my cologne. Uh, oh, it's the worst when they you can tell that they smoke, but then they also try to cover oh, it yeah. up with the cologne. Yeah. Totally. And you just get you open the door and you're like, well, it's gonna be one of those, and yeah. you just hope it's not to the airport. You put the you put the window down, and they're oh. like, oh, I have the air conditioner on. <laughs> and you're like, you can turn yeah, it off. I'm getting sick right now. <laughs> no, I've never. Sleeping with Uber drivers. I love that. Were you sleeping with like the Prius driver, the 2003 Prius? Yeah. Or? Was it a Prius or would it be like a, it needs to be like a black car or like so something like that? In the, in the time, like maybe, so two two guys were black cars and then before they were the, like the luxury cars. Okay. One time, I will tell you a crazy story. So one time I went and had an Uber pick me up. He was super hot. I was like, okay, let's have sex. Describe him. How hot? Like, what are um, we? He kind of looked hot? like a Zac Efron type guy. Okay. And you just say, let's have sex? Or? Yeah. It was, well, I was really crazy when I was younger. So I was like, hey, like, do you want to have sex? And he pulled over and he's like, totally, right? <laughs> what? And then, he, so he sucked, right? He sucked. Oh, he was scared. So I got out of the vehicle and then I complained and was like, so I wouldn't have to pay. So then this <laughs> other Uber drive, <laughs> driver pulls up and then I tell him about the experience and I'm like, I just fucked my last Uber driver and he was so shitty. You know, I had to cancel. I didn't say like some bullshit happened, you know, so I didn't have to pay. <laughs> and this guy's like, okay, cool. Like, well, do you want to like give me a blowjob? And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> and then I give him a blowjob all the way from LA to Huntington Beach. It was a really fucking oh my long God, time. That's like an hour. Yeah, it was a long blowjob. It was a long job and then uh i got out of the car and he's like don't worry i won't charge you and then the motherfucking charged me no yeah yeah, yeah. that was the last time i fucked an uber driver i was like y'all fuckers Wait, you what, ruined it what yeah. were you getting out of this like you're just well i love blowjobs okay yeah why okay. um it's fun to like make people's day like <laughs> <laughs> you know like that's it's fun fair. to make it your do, day listen it do be fun to make people's day yeah that's fair. I do agree right? I do agree it's fun when they're like oh my god you're so good I'm like yeah it's praise me more it's yeah more. I have to say that the is like king. the hottest thing a guy can say especially if you're doing something like that like you better be telling me like I'm, you know, I'm doing a really good job. I'm so lucky. This feels yeah. amazing. Yeah. Da 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 da. I want to, I, if I am doing this, I want so many compliments <laughs> that I like can tell you to, okay, you don't, that's it. We're done here. Yeah. Just go ahead and we're good. I, I for sure, 1000 times over, men, if you are not complimenting her while she is giving you a blowjob, you are doing it wrong exactly compliment exactly. her if that is the only exactly. time you compliment her all day the do damn it, it. do it <laughs> what's, what's the worst thing that's happened while you're giving a blowjob mm. i mean like oh god well she just got charged <laughs> she had to pay to give a blowjob yeah, I mean, that's the worst that's pretty bad i mean i would say there's two things one time uh, i had a guy fuck me upside down uh so i was like hanging upside down and he was like fucking my throat but we had ramen oh <laughs> no <laughs> and the noodles, I was so good at keeping them from coming out on a stick no. that they came out of my new my nose, like full on, like a lot of noodles. Like we had to stop and wipe the noodles away. <laughs> so like that was kind of the craziest thing. <laughs> uh, Kayla loves the food stories. <laughs> Kayla's here for it. I'm trying to envision <laughs> how you're wild. hanging upside down and just like all a the noodle. Oh, oh, a bunch God. of them. It was it was like a lot of them. A lot. It was like a cup of noodle that came out. You know. Like, <laughs> It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> it was so crazy. 
died. Oh, God. Yeah. And then another time, so back when I was 23, I was very bitchy and porn because it was super competitive. And my best friend was Megan Rain at the time. And uh, I'm not like this now, guys. I promise. I'm changing my ways. <laughs> um, but we were going to work with Lana Rhodes. I don't know if you know who she yeah. is. Well, she had just joined our agency, and we were like, fuck this bitch. Like, you know, like, mm. we didn't like her. She was a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, enough said for me. So we were Throw like, her overboard. let's eat chicken nuggets before the blowjob scene and see if we can barf up the chicken nuggets. <gasps> What? <laughs> to like try and get back at her, right? Get, get back, back at her, her for getting in bed. Yeah, we just didn't like her. I don't know. I, I was young. We were catty. <laughs> so we go and we start like it was Mikey Adriano who like sloppy, sloppy blowjobs. So we go and we start sucking his dick, and then like she's over top and we're underneath licking the balls. And like, what are the fucking odds this bitch throws up a green fucking juice all over us, right? What? And she just pulls off and she's like. Sorry, I had a green juice. No. And the director was like, just wipe it away and keep going. No. And I remember me and Re Megan were just like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like karma? That's fucking karma, bro. It was wild. <laughs> so are you guys friends now or did you ever like? Uh, me and Lana are okay. We did actually get into, uh, well, she she beat me up. I didn't attack her back. What? Um, what? Yeah, she didn't mean to attack me. She meant to attack another girl in the car. And I was the mediator. So she just like literally like went crazy, grabbed my neck, tried to choke me. And then my agent got, got her and pulled her off of me. So I had all these crazy scratches. Why is there an attack going on? In a moving vehicle. Because there was drugs involved and we were in, uh. we were in Orlando. So oh. like in Orlando. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But she was just mad she didn't win an award. And she was like. I've done so much for my career because I don't think she ever really liked porn. Oh. She was like, I've gotten gang banged and I've done so much anal. And she starts crying. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, no one hugs me. And this other girl, Adrian Ray, in the back seat was like, bitch, it's porn. No one hugs anybody. Like, get the fuck over yourself. And she just went apeshit and tried to hit Adra. And I was just the person in the middle. Oh, no. So it was really fucking wild. I just sat there and took it. And then she jumped in the, the Orlando Bay. And like she was like, I'm going to kill myself in the bay. Oh. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. So the cops had to come and... Uh, I think they like I forget what it's called where they put you in the mental 50, 150. so fifty one fifty her and then they had to do a report with me and I will say I don't do I'm too pretty for cocaine now but at the time Amen, <laughs> at the time I was with a bunch of girlfriends and I went up to the room crying because I'm not a fighter I just like sat there and was like what uh, yeah the I'm fuck? not I, uh, I wouldn't be either yeah so like my girlfriends before the cops came they were like just like do this do this just more 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 yeah. it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine so yeah. I think I had so much cocaine in myself I was like yeah I was like craziest experience and she <laughs> attacked me so I was like telling the cops and, and you're like, like I didn't even do anything and you're like twitching it was, I was sweating just there and I was the victim they're like yeah right lady okay. yeah it was wild but then um, when I got older I realized like uh, afterwards, I said something on Twitter about how she assaulted me. And mm -hmm. then I realized, like, when I got older, she was probably going through stuff that I had no idea. Yeah. And then taking it to Twitter was probably a very bad idea. Mm. So I ended up, like, messaging her because I found out we were going to be at an award show at the same time. And I was like, hey, girl, I don't know if you 
would care, but I just want to let you know I'm sorry, you know, for the way I treated you and for what happened. And then we made amends. So it was pretty, pretty chill. Wow, that's so beautiful. That's really fucking cool that you were like after you got because, I mean, to be fair, um, I mean, you know, we've only heard your side of the story, but it does sound like she assaulted you. Okay, but she yeah. wanted but... to throw up chicken nuggets <laughs> on this woman. <laughs> no, but she didn't know. But at the time she after that, know. we were friends. Okay, so yeah, you guys yeah. were cool By after that time, the chicken we were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> but, like, how cool that you came back around, even though you were physically beat. Yeah. Um, To the point where you had to do copious amounts of cocaine to cope with the experience. Yeah. Um, but you were just like, look, I see my part in this. Like, yeah. I just want to say I'm sorry. You know, whether or not you accept it is one thing. But I just want to, like, clear the air on my end. I think that's so cool. Are I... there a lot of porn beefs? Yeah. it's <laughs> a good question. So when you first get into porn, until you prove yourself, um, porn is super intense. Wow. The girls are super mean. Um, prove it's yourself? Like, how? Like, unless you've been around for two years— you're okay, everyone's super bitchy to you because they don't believe that you're going to stick around because girls come in and out so much. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is, is after that, you're still competitive and stuff like that. But the real issue is the men that run porn. Mm. So the agents were, will purposely start drama and be like, oh, well, this girl or that girl, because if you are too busy paying attention to the drama or the competition you need to beat. You're going to work those 28 days a month doing hardcore and scenes with no question. Uh, like yeah. when I said, when I would tell my agent I'm tired, I need time off, he'd be like, Well, Adriana, people are telling me like you're getting really fat lately. <gasps> and then I would go and be like, Oh, fuck, I got to lose weight and work out and work out and be like, All right, I'll keep taking scenes because I want to stay in shape. Yeah. Right. And then I'd be like, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. Like my average for seven years was 27 days a month Ooh. for calculated up. So I'd be like, okay, I'm tired. And then he'd be like, well, people are worried you're on drugs, you know? And then he'd be like, oh, well, Bonnie Rotten has a fucking issue with you and you're not going to win this award if you don't keep working. So, like, I think the men and the agents perpetuate it Mm. because they just want you to. And if you ever notice when girls get out of porn, uh, like Mia Khalifa or or Mia Malkova, as soon as they get out— all of porn trash talks them. And I always wonder why, because when you do sex work, the goal is to get out of sex work. Right. Uh-huh. It's a means to an end. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, but if people in porn and the people that controlled porn were to praise these women, mm-hmm. more women would aspire to make their money and get out. Right. So it's kind of like a, it's, it's all a mind control tactic that happens. Uh. A lot of gaslighting. Yeah. It sounds like they keep you kind of like craving that validation a hundred percent a hundred percent sometimes you'll be on set and directors will be like wow you're so amazing like i used to do bondage and i don't like bondage i got severely injured um and for a while tie you too tight or um so i was actually hanging upside down in a wooden stockholm my head was drilled into a box the guy didn't put a glove on when he went to fist me and he cattle prodded me and I kind of had a mini seizure because it was so hot and stuff and I didn't have a lot of breaks. Yeah, your head was inside the box. A and metal you were box. hanging upside down. A, a, a metal wooden box. box. A wooden box. They screwed me into it. Okay. So your head was screwed into yeah. a wooden box and you were hanging And I could only see down. my own reflection. So like when you hang upside down for a while, all of your snot and everything just everything, starts yeah. accumulating. Yeah. Um, and then I was in a wooden Stockholm around my neck here. So I had the weight of that. And then I was in one here. My legs were open wide. And he was fisting me without a glove. And then he cattle prodded me. And something with the fisting and the cattle prod, I had like a mini seizure. 
to where I I clasped around him so hard that I actually had to get stitches because it was bleeding <gasps> so bad. And I tore a, a tendon in my ass mm-hmm. that from like the from the flex or yeah the yeah response yeah I tore a tendon to where I, like I literally had like a golf ball indent in my ass for about two <gasps> years. But like that was that was kind of the final straw for me. But when you do those type of scenes, like they're like, you're so amazing. You're so great. Wow. You can handle so much. And then like you just don't pay attention to the fact that you're tired. You're just like, OK, I am great. Oh, wow. I am amazing. Mm. So, you know, you kind of like they they feed you. They kind of get you. you. They manipulate you into being proud of something that actually should be like a warning sign. That- yeah. And then when I got older, I was like. I don't like BDSM. Like, mm. I don't like having bruises. I don't like being like, I mean, I'm cool with a dude that I trust tying my like feet and hands, but like, mm. I don't want to be suspended by a rope and electrocuted and waterboarded. Like, mm. and they used to give me some of the h- most hardcore scenes. Like, my, I did a public disgrace scene and they were like, it's one of the most public, uh, hardcore public disgraces we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So it was just wild. They, they put a noose around my neck and hung me. Cattle prodded my tongue and my clit. It was it was wild. It was Dude, so wild. What? Yeah. Are you ever having like a real orgasm during this or? Um. Yeah. I mean, I can orgasm pretty easily. So yeah. And they also use like a lot of vibrators and stuff like that. Okay. Like luckily during that scene, um, it was the only time I ever reached subspace. Mm-hmm. So like in I've that scene, yeah. I literally was like telling the female dom, I was like, I will die for you. Like you mm-hmm. could do whatever you want. I'll die for you. Mm-hmm. So. That one was really cool. But what was that like being in the subspace? I've just like, I don't know even how I like reached like subspace Twitter or something. But I just learned that that was even like a thing. I've never heard of that. What was? It's crazy because your brain stops thinking about everything else. And you literally don't even realize that you're a person. And you just think about how bad you want to please. Yeah. Do you just. The other person. Le- you Like it's almost behind... like you get high. It's yeah. almost like you get high or like your brain zones in. And then you're just like kind of in a weird trance where you're just like whatever you want is going to make me happy. Yeah. And that's that's a good dom because they can take you there. What did it take for you to get to the subspace? Mm, I mean, she was just, her name was Princess Donna. She was a great, a great uh, dom. And I really, really like women. So she was just really cool to me. And I also really like fisting. She has really nice small hands. (laughs) (laughs) Fisted me a lot. (laughs) But like in a feminine way, a feminine fist, if you will. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're like, there's a beautiful fist inside of my pussy right now. But also 58 strangers um, dumping beer and drinks and poking and prodding me as well. 58? 58. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. At the end of the day, you have to say yes to these scenes. Mm -hmm. What in you is saying, yes, let's try this? Um, well, the first time I did it, uh, I had a great time. I did like uh, a very gentle, easy scene Mm -hmm. and it was cool to explore that side of me. And then, like I said, like everyone's like, wow, you're so amazing. Okay. And then you come in to do another scene and it's like, okay, this is going to be just like a cool boy girl Mm -hmm. and you're going to get tied up maybe once or twice. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then suddenly they're like, okay, well, can you do anal too? And I'm like, I've never done anal on camera. But they convince me into it. And then they're like, wow, you're so amazing. And I come back and then I come back and I come back. And slowly they just keep talking you into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked the fact that people on the internet was like, she's so hardcore. Like, mm-hmm. I really fed into 
my brand that way. Like, I realized through the pandemic, I kind of went through a crisis where I was like, I have over-sexualized myself mm. to the point where I don't know who I am. Mm. And it's allowed other people to over-sexualize me as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. You used that's, to call me the king princess for a while. That's very introspective, though, that yeah. you start with yourself, that you're like, first, I've done this. Because yeah. we talk a lot. We do a lot of introspection in AA. That's really like kind of like the basis is that ultimately we're the responsible ones, you know, for the good and for the bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people really lack that. Totally. You know, and because totally. it's tough. It's tough to turn the finger. It's easier to say, oh, everybody else did it. And I'm the victim all the time. 100 percent. It's easier. But it's like, well, then you're kind of then in, when you're in that mentality, you don't have the power to change it. But mm-hmm. like what you're saying is you're saying, you know, I I allowed this to happen over a long period of time, it sounds like, which um, I think that's. I've seen that happen to other creators, too. And then I've even seen that happen to myself where I'm like, oh, OK, I wouldn't have done this at one point. But now I'm like, yeehaw, let's take that picture. Yeah. Um. So it does happen on on a multitude of different levels. But it's really cool that you're like, yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I allowed that. And now I'm not wanting to do that anymore, it sounds like, or you're taking different avenues. Yeah. Totally. But I think that gives you the power to say. I, this is not any longer how I want to exist, so I'm going to do these other things over here. Yeah, but it, of course. But you have to be really strong. Yeah. So what So what does your OnlyFans look like now? Um, so I haven't posted any new content because mm-hmm. my back. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I did. I was very lucky. So before I'd injured my back and during the pandemic, I shot probably over 1,200 to 1,500 scenes. You sound like an incredible workforce. Yeah. So when I was two years into porn, I started shooting my own content Mm -hmm. and I had my own um, production company. Okay. So while I was shooting all these other scenes, sometimes I'd get done a scene and then I'd go shoot my own content for my website. So my entire library is probably over 5,000 scenes of porn. So I've been very, very lucky. And it's crazy because I always planned. I was like... What if one day I break my leg? Yeah. Right? So, like, that's the only reason why I ever planned all these things out. So, and it just happened to me in my back. Which well, is if one day I break my leg, I'm coming into the Inside OnlyFans podcast with a broken leg. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. There's no backlog for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hobbling in. <laughs> but that's so, in- again, that you seem incredibly introspective that you've even planned for something like yeah. that. I, I definitely, yeah, I don't know what I would do if I hurt myself, especially the way that you did. Yeah. Did you have a back brace on? And if so, did you have any people that were trying to, like, almost fetishize your injury um no unfortunately i actually had the opposite (laughs) okay um i did have to wear a back brace for about five and a half months it was a terrible huge one like full body titties were apart um because i started twitch people want to keep you in your own lane Mm -hmm. right so as soon as i started streaming uh i get a lot of hates i get a lot of people that will just come in and be a dick Mm -hmm. and the world is very aggressive so when I hurt myself, people were super mean about it. People were like, like yeah, you oh, it. she got her back blown out from fucking. Oh, this is what you get for doing porn. Oh like I God. had a whole subreddit dedicated to like people hating me. Oh my I God. got swatted twice while my back was broken. So what? that kind of sucked. So it's kind of like it's so it's super ironic because like on one sense, like 
people are like, don't do porn. But then you get yeah. praised for doing it. Yeah. And then you're like, OK, cool. I'm finally like good enough and understand how to step away from it. Mm-hmm. And then they want to chokehold you into the same narrative and they don't allow I've you to totally, change. I've totally. No, I love that you just said that because we've never talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that to the same degree as you, obviously, because you're like way more prolific and all these things. But I'm always baffled by the comments from usually dudes but a lot mm-hmm. of time women too where it's like you ha- you have a conversation or you talk about something that isn't sexual and people say like stick to whatever stick to porn or fucking yeah. shut up and show your tits but it's at the same time they judge you for doing that yeah. and so exactly. it's like you're judging i'm never going to be good enough in these people's minds and i don't care mm-hmm. but it's so interesting how stupid that is Mm -hmm. like these people are dumb they're they're lacking empathy and it's just like i feel like now in today's society i think the biggest thing we're missing is empathy like people are lacking Mm -hmm. empathy for other people so i think if they were i think if they were right there in front of you i think they would have empathy Uh but i think that there's a brazenness you know just tapping away on the phone or tapping away on the computer. Totally. And um, it is it is nice because on one hand, and I remember I did webcamming like years ago and then that's how I got into like OnlyFans and nudity and stuff. And it was so cool because you can really connect with people. Like when mm-hmm. you first came in, you were you were talking about how you love your fans and how you're so grateful that the people that love you are still with you, even though yeah. you haven't been able to create any new content due to your injury. And there are these incredible fans that like, and I have a few that have just followed me for years. And these are like my friends. These are people that love, yeah, they love you. They care about you and they're genuinely interested. They want to see you do an X, Y, Z in this with the sex or me with the nudity. And then, they want to they're like oh i'm so happy you're traveling wow edc looks so fun and i'm like god bless these people they're so great but while all that exists there's these other people on the end that they'll i don't know maybe they're jerking off to you maybe they're not but they're just like angry at you for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and they just don't even think that you deserve happiness it's like wow the internet is so big (laughs) there's so many people that just love the hell out of you it's super crazy yeah and then there's other people that just want to see you in pain and they're like happy by it and you're like oh man this is so like i hope i never run into you on the street (laughs) i find that a lot of the times like if we get a mean comment on the podcast or something or someone just being really judgmental sometimes i'll just be mad but sometimes i'll just comment very politely like hey you know criticism is fine but there is definitely a nice way that you can say this like please consider that i'll literally say things like that and i will say a lot of the times people come back and they're kind of like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean like Mm -hmm. then they're like because they're expecting you to meet them at their level yes but if you just meet them with like hey you didn't have to say it like that like Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you don't have to agree it's okay Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh then they're embarrassed a little that they totally because it's such a low that's Way. that's what happens. So while when I stream on Twitch, a lot of guys will come in and just be like, fuck me or say like slander things. Mm-hmm. And I'll do the same thing. I'll respond. I'll be like, I don't know who hurt you for you to say these evil things to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you think it's OK, but it's not. And it's not acceptable in like normal conversational society. And then mm-hmm. they'll say the same things and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to get banned from here or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, what what were you doing? Just It's like the equivalent of just walking into a room, opening the door, walking in and just going screaming something fuck me and then like yeah. leave. <laughs> it's kind of, I think they might be looking to confirm their own 
notions. Like they totally. want to confirm that you are below them. Totally. And when you show them right away, like, no, actually you're the one that's being low right now. It kind of, I feel like it checks them totally. and it, and they don't get to confirm their bot, their notion that you are whatever it is mm-hmm. that you are. Yeah, because so cool. many people just let people talk trash, mm-hmm. right? Like, or they talk back, that. and you're like, you're like, yeah, just like, well, fuck you, you probably have a small dick. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, maybe you do, but <gasps> yeah. say, say something nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So then, have you ever had like, have you had like a really good experience with a fan, or like a really bad experience, like something that kind of stands out? I mean, I've had amazing experiences with my fans. I used to do a lot of fuck my fuck fucking my fans. Used, really? Yeah, that was kind of like uh, I was one of the first few girls on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and um, I was one of the first few girls doing like fuck a fans. Did you? How did I that idea come to you? I didn't make them buy into fucking me. I didn't yeah. be like, oh, you have to pay for a subscription. Oh, you have to do this, right? What? I would just say like. I'm putting a post on Reddit that says, email me with the title green-eyed girl, and here's three questions you have to respond to. Uh, What were the questions? Um, Where would you take me on a first date? Um, What's my favorite color? And what's your best quality? Right? And I'd say, you don't have to send a picture. You can. It can be of just your body. It can be your face, the dick, whatever. Mm. Um, So I'd pick guys based on that um, and just, like, how they would respond. Is there any really memorable responses or, like, anybody that ever answered those three questions that was very memorable? I mean, I really love Disney. So I had a guy. Yeah, I had a guy who was like, I'd take you to Disney. And, like, it was, like, the perfect Disney-imagined date. Um, Sex on a roller coaster? Yeah, no. I don't want to get banned. I'm, like, a diehard. I'm a diehard Disney fan. Okay. Like, I don't even want to talk about dicks or vaginas in Disney. Okay. I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, this is PG-13. Well, (laughs) it it is for the kids. Like, like, yeah, I act like a child when I go there. So. Um, But it was cutesy. Yeah, it was, like, nice. And you knew my favorite color and stuff. Um, But, like, one of the coolest things, I did a fan blow bang, and I had... I think I had like twelve guys show up. What? Yeah, two wow. of them were virgins. What? Yeah, and I had if like I was a guy. That's exactly the way I'd want to lose it. Like my favorite porn star. Yeah, like, it was wild. Yeah. It was wild. And then there was a a a stool that spun around. Right. So at one point they put me on the stool and just like spun me from dick to dick to dick. <laughs> And the scene was like 45 minutes and like they all came around the same time, like perfectly and professional porn guys. It's real hard to make them Uh come at the same time. Mm. So afterwards, I was like, damn, you guys are so good. Like (laughs) they flew in and like I didn't have to buy their plane tickets or anything. It was so fun. And at the time I had a dude, a boyfriend. And I got in the car and I was like exhausted. My throat was sore. And I was like, bro, I did not expect these guys to like come out and fuck. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I gave them all Viagras. No. <laughs> no I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah. When, wait, so then your boyfriend. <gasps> wow. He set, he, I guess he set me up for success. But yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait a minute. Now, are you dating anyone now? Like, where is this boyfriend no, now? No, no. Um, he's a terrible person. Oh. So. <laughs> you don't say. It's only yeah. good for that one scene. Yeah, he was a terrible person. He, I'm really like sad. I had two dogs, and he let one of them off the leash in Silmar because he used to gaslight me and tell me, "Oh, they need to be off the leash to have fun." And I'd be like, "Don't take them off the leash. Don't take them off yeah. the leash." And we were already like broken up. We just shared one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Let's him off the leash. He went up to the top of the mountain and left him down at the bottom of the Los Angeles National Forest with um, a few people around. And coyotes attacked and killed my dog. And 
I found out 45 minutes later, and the I had to take my other dog, and thank God my other dog was able to sniff to the area. I had to take all the blood samples, uh, get it identified, and I was like, this is just like, this is the last straw. Like, yeah. I never want to be with you. The fact that you constantly gaslit me and then you let him off the leash and didn't care yeah. was just like so heartbreaking. And to have somebody like ripped away from you like that is like super heartbreaking. So, yeah. and the dogs were with you through your injury and everything. Yeah, yeah, I had them for, well, he died. He was 10. I had him 10. And he was um, the first uh, animal that ever taught me empathy. Like, before that, I would be like, fucking animals fuck animals you know mm-hmm. and then i got him and he taught me like empathy and a lot of amazing things so but i also think he knew that he had to run off because i shared him with my ex mm-hmm. and there was no real tie to truly get away from that toxic relationship unless i didn't have him anymore mm-hmm. so i think like maybe in a way he knew mm-hmm. and then i got a puppy recently Hmm. and she has a broken tail like he does she digs in the same part of the yard that he does she does a lot of the things like him which is so weird Mm -hmm. so i'm like maybe like a part of him's in there yeah yeah and then i did this like ai thing on your tiktok (laughs) right and the AI turned her into what he looks like wow like super weird so i was like maybe this is you like so oh that's so precious i love that but how shitty is i broke my back two weeks after that happened oh my god so it's in the hospital yeah with i lost my dog and then in the hospital and the craziest thing is when i got to the hospital it was like an episode of house because i didn't know i was pregnant and they were like, you're oh. pregnant. We can't give you any pain medicine. With the with the bad ex. Yes. And I only had sex with him uh, unprotected without a condom or birth control one time because I just stopped taking birth control. So I thought it'd be okay. Because like, yeah. I was like within the week, you know? And then I like, oh. still fucking got pregnant. Oh, yeah, it was God. crazy. I was like, I don't believe you guys. I made them wheel me upstairs. And take me through all these different tables with my back broken and actually give me an ultrasound. Because I was like, unless you show me, yeah. I don't believe it. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't get any pain medicine until like after my surgery only once or twice. I was just fucking kicking it on. What a Tylenol. What a crazy. Which was like, so shitty. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. So what shitty. a whirlwind. It was. It was definitely a crazy time. But I'm, I'm recovering. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I guess like. I would say, I'm sure it's going to all make sense. And that's usually what I tell my friends. Like, it'll all make sense in the end, you know? Or like a year from now, you'll look back and laugh. I don't know if I can tell you that, honestly, right now, because you've been in a lot of pain. Well, I was heavily addicted to Adderall. So having my back injured, uh, I withdrawed in the hospital, but I got off Adderall. I haven't taken in seven months. And I tried to get off of it for seven years. Wow. Wow. Um, How much Adderall were you taking? Because I know there's different doses. During the pandemic, I went from 60 to 130 milligrams. Yeah. So your house was spotless. Yes, it was. It was. was. I also, like, repainted rooms, like, a million times. Like, I built crazy things in my house. What did you build? Because I feel like everybody was building IKEA furniture. So I actually had—I hired— the guy who did the Jurassic Park head at Universal okay. to make me a giant mushroom so I could be Alice in Wonderland underneath the mushroom. Okay. I had him create a giant life-size like float of a flower. Okay. And then the three sheep from 
Toy Story <laughs> so I could dress up as little Bo Peep and look like I was like small next to him. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, just for OnlyFans or just for yeah, yourself? Yeah, for OnlyFans. Okay. And then like I created a whole room that was a space room and like did all the planets and stuff myself. So I did like major, major wow. things. It was so crazy that um, my house had so many like random nail holes and shit that I actually moved out for six months to get the whole thing completely redone. Wow. Like they had to re-sand all the walls, repaint it. It was Start from scratch. Yeah, it was wild. Wait so. a minute. So there's like a Toy Story cosplay on your OnlyFans? Yeah, it's really dope. With three sheep? Yeah, I'm little Bo Peep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well I have to ask, is there like a Woody in there? Or there is was there a Woody. Like... <laughs> the Woody fucked me. And then, and then in the middle of the scene, I was like, oh shit, Andy's coming. <laughs> no. Oh, you know, he like froze while we were getting fucked. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> You're a visionary. Super funny. Oh do you do like any other interesting? What's your, like your top seller on your OnlyFans or something that you've gotten a lot of feedback on? I mean, everyone loves JY no matter what. Um, yeah, because you, you have a very hypnotizing eyes. But yeah. you also have a very, this is going to sound creepy, but you also have like a nice mouth. Thank you. Uh, do you have, you have like a very beautiful smile? I feel like Thank I you. can't be the... First person to tell you that. Thank you. I actually, uh, blowjobs are like a huge thing. Okay. Slop wet blowjobs. You recently did a, like, uh, went through a process with your lips. Yes. Because I followed you. So you were, you got your lip filler removed? Mm. Completely. Dissolved. Completely. How do you feel? So much better. Um, I think this year, so like my, my New Year's resolution was just a word. It was health. Mm. So this year I'm trying to get healthy and just get back to who I, who I was without mm. the LA idea um and one thing i really started to realize is i was like hating my top teeth and then i started to realize i was like oh fuck it's not my top teeth it's my lips mm. and they just look so crazy that i could only smile one way so then when i got them removed um it's just been so much better like people like it better i realized i can do like 10 different smiles that i used to do before mm. so it's been nice and like yeah just I think being natural is better because you're more unique. Yeah. Like we're missing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep going when you're in this like cycle of doing your lips and yeah. Botox. Like you it's don't so realize true. that you're just like doing it and keep mm -hmm. doing it. And no one tells you no. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you're like, I mean, my lips were so big. My lips were like kind of purpley at all times. Mm. So that wow. was another reason why I got it out because the the fluid was showing and making it look very um, iridescent. That's a lot of lip filler. Damn. Yeah, it was a fuck ton of lip filler. It was terrible. I actually had to get a lot of my lip filler um, dissolved as well. Mine was migrating. Yeah. And I have to say, it does affect your head game. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You don't. And you don't realize it again. Yeah. Because you get like one syringe here and one syringe there. And, one, and then yeah. one day you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so strange because it just like you hit a wall, a point, and you're like, oh my God, this is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see it happening. Uh -huh. No, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know why the lady I was going to like kept letting me to. That's mm. so interesting because you're right. They don't like it's very rare to find a doctor that will be modest about it. Yeah. Which I've had. I've always had good doctors. Even when I got my boobs done, mm -hmm. I always say because I grew up in Chicago and I went to like a suburban doctor where mm. it was like he's probably doing moms. Yeah. So when. I went. He's like, this is the big, like, I won't go bigger than this. Like, mm -hmm. very na he did very natural mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm happy before I even came to L.A. that I did your boobs. I didn't. Yeah. I actually have a funny story for you. So I followed you before, before, like, years and years ago. And you had a Instagram photo in a yellow bikini and you were in a pool. 
And that's the photo I took into my plastic surgeon. Really? Oh, my yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was Yay. like, make my nose look like this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Hi, funny. Kayla. I was like, I'm so happy because at the time I was natural too. I, I was working a normal job and I had actually gotten boobs because I was, I had an eating disorder. And so I had, at the time, I didn't think I did. I was just like exercising a lot and I was probably... I think I, my, I was 106 pounds and okay. forever I'm like 130 naturally. Mm -hmm. But I got, I lost my boobs entirely and then I wanted boobs and then I was like, okay. And it was kind of really taboo because no one at like my, I worked in a treatment center and like no one's just getting boobs and I remember yeah. being so nervous and like, <laughs> but I love them and I love them then. And I still do, but I always am like very happy that I got like the natural, like I get a yeah. lot of messages from girls and guys like, oh, my girlfriend, like she's getting her boobs done and we really like yours. <laughs> like, yeah, those are like the nicest messages. Yeah. yeah. My wife wants to know how many CCs. I'm like, oh, God. This is a great honor that I just found out today. Yeah. That is a huge honor. Yeah. Oh my That's god. That's a great. So they're funny. really big right now because I um they have like ten ounces of milk in them. I <laughs> I have it pumped for. Say, hmm. I have like a little late little lady at home. My <laughs> boobs like your boobs get That's so nice. big. Oh, is everyone's it been loving it. Is it painful? Um. At the beginning, yes, because mm -hmm. your body's trying to figure it out. But now it's like it's been enough months to where I'm like it's been six. A little over six months where um it gets to be like my booze will be like hard yeah you know and yeah. you're like okay it's it's time and then I actually took a picture two days ago of like before and after because I'll wake up and I'll be wearing like a bralette and my my nipples like out over the top my <laughs> boobs are fucking huge <laughs> melons and yeah. then I take a picture after I pump and I'm like, oh, my boobs look like they're gone. They're yeah. deflated. It's a very interesting, like, Aww. do you want kids? No. No? No, never. Yeah, don't do it. It's I grew up in foster care. So uh, my mom had eight kids. Oh. Wow. With different guys. Um, She only had one other daughter, which was my sister. And she's mad at me because I tried to tell her to get an abortion. Because oh. she's 18. Oh, um, no. So I told myself I was going to be the first woman in my family to break the chain. So I'm the first woman to own property. I'm the first woman to have like a successful bank account. Mm. Um, I got off pain medicine within a week of my injury. I've never liked uh, downers or anything like that. Mm. Um, and my mom and my grandmother are both addicted to... Uh, what is it, methadone? Mm -hmm. It was, like, terrible. Yeah. Like, they have no teeth, no hair. So I was, like, growing up in and out of foster care and having her pick me up and seeing the crazy things that I had, I was, like, I want to be somebody that doesn't continue this. Mm -hmm. So I'm terrified of having children, and I don't want to because I don't want to contribute to it. Mm. Respect. So, yeah, we've yeah. seen... I, I've saw a few snips of your childhood, the different things, and it sounds like it was definitely tumultuous. Yeah, it was very crazy. Yeah. It was very, very crazy. And then so are you going to continue on with the porn? Do you think you'll ever do it again? Is that something that is potentially on the table for you? Um, so I think I've evolved past it. I think I'll do like OnlyFans stuff here and there, really tame stuff when I can, if I can. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is, is like it's just a stage in my life, so I'm on to the next one. Mm -hmm. um, so. No, I don't think I'll ever do professional. I really don't even want to have an OnlyFans after two more years. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe like I'm meant for other things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
It's actually really cool. I'm doing. I'm going to be the first porn porn girl to have the AI chatbot. So that's going to come mm. out on Thursday. Wait, what? An AI chatbot? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So it's the first one you can talk dirty to. So we'll what? see. What? Yeah. Okay. How, how did yeah. you do this? Um, I met a company. They actually approached me and were like, "Hey, we want to do this." They they represent the Snapchat girl, okay. and they were showing me her numbers and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, because. I need money. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, let's Don't do we it. All. Let's get into something else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm so excited for it. I can't wait. Can't wait for that to like launch off. That's cool. I yeah. think God. it's cool to. Uh, we meet people who have all different kinds of goals, but mm-hmm. um, being like having porn or OnlyFans be a means to an end is like that's definitely me too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I never have loved it it's been always just like you know means to an end and it's allowed me to get property or allowed me to fund other projects and Mm -hmm. um i think it's it's fine whatever you do it for but i it's cool to see that you have other dreams that you want to accomplish yeah i don't want to be a milf either like i don't want to see myself (laughs) getting like yeah. fucked at a certain age you know yeah. And, yeah. and it's exhausting i've i've hurt my back um even before the incident you know i've had like tears i've just like been unhealthy mm. you know so there's just a lot of injuries i've sustained and everything along the way to where i'm just like we're graduating onto something else and yeah. i really love uh engineering so i'm probably going to just stick to doing stuff with computers mm-hmm. i'd like to make my own video game and i do have plans to just like uh, get some cool like uh, corporate offices and run a few companies out of it. Yeah. And then I also have, I just launched this thing called Creators University where it's a program to teach any type of influencer how to run your OnlyFans yourself or hire an assistant to help you because OnlyFans was great, but then these companies of men swooped in mm-hmm. to take money from the women, and mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, like, how to boost your your social media and your algorithms, and then how to build a deck. And also I offer, like, you know, um, like, I can help you set up your payroll and everything like that. And I have a 24-hour, like, call in line to where you can be like, I'm having a hard time setting up my stream elements to do Twitch. Wow. And we can walk you through all of that. Mm-hmm. That's so. incredible. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think I'm going to have to join, what is it, Creators University. Yes. I got to yes. get in on that. <laughs> I have all types of issues all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, somebody help me. Oh, my gosh. But that's so, that's super important, though, because um, even I get deep. DMs from people that are like, oh, how do you do this? Or what do you do that? Even related to modeling and different things. And I'm like, you know, I couldn't even begin to give information if I don't know where that person's at or, you know, or sometimes things happen in the moment and you you need somebody to answer a question very quickly and you might not be able to get a hold of somebody. So that's really interesting. That's such such a good idea. And there's no people that actually have a huge brand offering consultations. Mm -hmm. If you see, like, the people on TikTok that are like, I make a living telling people how to blow up on social media. Yeah. And then you're like, you have five You haven't blown followers. up on like, social media. What the media. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so I, I, like, I, love, I love those messages where it's, like, in the request where it's, like, well, I want to blow up your account, whatever. I'm like, you have 72 followers. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, exactly. St- <laughs> exactly. So I was like, there's definitely a market for somebody that's already built a brand to do that. Right. Yeah. To yeah. streamline. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That. And then you can like remove yourself from the situation, mm-hmm. but still. Totally. Totally. I like it. 
Well, you're I quite like an it. inspirational lady, ma'am. You Thank are. You. Thank you. Very <laughs> impressive. More than meets the eye. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, you're so beautiful, though, too. Thank like, you. Very beautiful, very naturally beautiful. So. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. You. You're crushing it in life. You're getting an A+. Thanks. Yeah, we, yeah, we grade you A+. Plus. A+, plus you. certified. I love that. I love that. <laughs> anything else? Yeah, anything else? Anything you want to end on or anything? No, not that I can Where can of. we find this AI when it comes out? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to be forevervoices.ai. Forevervoices.ai yeah, on Thursday. Up. On Thursday, yes. Well, this out. Yeah. we'll say the date, though, because Oh, yeah, because well, this is going to be yeah. after, so it's yeah. going to be yeah. out. Yes. So what, date? Be out. what date? What um, date is it available? 23rd, uh, the 25th. Okay, 25th so, of May. Yep. Okay. So when when you're watching this... You can it'll be out actively go yeah. chat to me. Oh my gosh! That's and I'm so the first cool. one you can dirty chat to, Woo! so it should be really awesome. Right. And then it's like it's you you buy a bunch of uh, coins and stuff, but it's like a dollar a minute, so it's still pretty roughly like cheap. Yes. You can have full on conversations, and the AI remembers you, so it'll continue your conversation where you left off. Oh, that's sick! Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. You I'm should like, do a video of you talking to you. That's how I'm going to promote it. Yeah, I'm going to so go on cool. socials and I'm going to do like ask questions and see how I answer versus how the AI uh-huh. answers. Um, so I'm excited for that. But yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. I'm going to tune into that. That's cool. Yeah. As soon as I can get like an actual face AI to have sex for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Like I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. fucking doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Dude, the headset <laughs> on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You killed it. After the cancellations. I know. It was worth it. Worth thank the you. Wait. It was worth thank it. Thank you so much. All right. Yes. Okay, guys. <laughs> We're signing off. That's all. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I love you.